you gotta move. Go lay down. Lay down. No. Good girl. Good girl. You know the people under the stairs? I do not. You don't know the people under the stairs? I just said I don't. Alright. Check this out. Check this shit out. Yo, we are back at the Oh Fuck My Mom's Home Podcast. God, the homie Big Bear Quattlebaum on the couch. I'm not gonna lie, it still freaks me out when your mom comes home because she's always angry. Oh, she's always angry, dude. Like, I, does your mom, like, just punch kids all day at work or something? No, like, so, like, she's the only girl of, of five boys in the family. Oh. And my, and her mom passed away early when she was young, when she was a teenager and shit. So, my mom's kind of, she's on one all the time. Okay. But that's how it goes. Yo, me Fair. and Bear Quattlebaum just been sitting here bumping dope-ass hip-hop. Man, I love hip-hop music, and I don't think I get enough opportunities to yeah, talk about no, it. Yeah, dude. Let's talk about, like, let's, let's uh, start another this white guy. Off. We're talking about <laughs> uh, fucking hip-hop, dude. Word. Like, what do you think, how do you feel about, like, the music that's on the radio right now? Uh, Can you listen to the hip hop station on on the regular radio? I listen to the one hundred four point seven one. Yeah, does it throw? Do like you know old it? School? No, I don't. Even... Uh, so it's a hip hop station. It's hip hop and R and B, but it's more hip hop than R and B. But it's uh, like it's one of those Colorado public radio stations. So there's oh, like yeah. no so commercials and okay. shit. I, that's like uh, I love that other one that plays all the funky jazz yeah, and all yeah, the yeah, crazy yeah. shit, dude. That's a dope station. Bro. Uh, this was originally like their HD two station, and now they got their own frequency. All right. Uh, I know, like personally, from like earlier in comedy, I used to do a lot of black rooms, and I made friends with a lot of rappers, a lot of DJs, oh, yeah. a lot of like all that shit. Before my cousin went to jail, he was, thought he was a rapper too. But <laughs> fair, yeah. Uh, didn't really just work something out for rappers him. love comedians and rappers all oh, think yeah. they could be comedians. Dude, I like I've been in like roast battle competitions, like improv competitions, like uh there's this rapper Albies. Shout out Albies for she's. Uh, that sounds familiar. I think he's that a Denver dude, rapper, man. I think that dude just tried to friend me on Facebook. You might have week. black dude. Yeah. Albies for she's yeah. bald, he's got a beard. Yeah. He's fucking he's a rapper. Yeah, I'm gonna uh, friend him up. He used to do this thing. Uh, yeah, man, I'm. I know him. Tell him Bear sends his love. Tell All him right. I got off Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's how. But it goes, uh, he dude. used to do this thing because his real name is uh, Albert Cannon. So he did uh, Albert Cannon's Wild and Out, like a direct rip off of Nick Cannon's. Oh, oh kind of like kind of like, like uh, Josue on fucking Drunk History. Yeah, no, I'm just playing. <laughs> and so he was like, I was like, what happens if Nick Cannon like gets at you for this? He goes, that means it's got big enough for Nick Cannon to find out. Yeah. And I was that's like, right. that's baller. I'm in. You and got it was it. like, it was rappers. It was, Each team always had like a comic, maybe two comics, and a couple of rappers. And I was the only person undefeated. Like, I, I represent the green team, and they changed the team around me every time. And, and I won yeah, every that's how time. Like, uh, dude, I, I, at one point they finally did one and just didn't even let me know it was happening <laughs> so they could have two new teams. Oh, man. Because, like, cool. I was crushing it. Like, Yo, that, that, you crushing it, that reminds me of summer school. Like, me and my homeboy Ron, we were, like, the only fucking Mexicans in fucking in gym at summer school. Because okay. I took gym and language arts because I sucked at language arts. Sure. 
But my homeboy Cody, we ended up being good friends later on in life. But that summer school, like, they would pick teams for kickball and all that shit because we just fuck around, walk the track, kick, do kickball, like dumb shit. Yeah. And my, this dude Cody would be like, yo, we got homeboy and point at me. And then fucking, uh, like, they, somebody else would pick and then fucking they would go, and we want homeboy's homeboy for my homeboy Ron. And it's like, that's fucking cold-blooded, dude. They're not <laughs> fucking names, dude. What the fuck? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, fucking, but we were so good, they'd fucking pick both of us for sure. Just for fucking dumbass kickballs and shit, yeah. dude. So, we were talking about, like, I'm just gonna go out on fucking on a, on a limb here. Farside is fucking, like, almost hands down, like, one of the best lyrics, group, fucking dope-ass shit, fucking, I, from back in the day. Uh, Farside man, was, don't I love the Farside. I love no, both you, Bizarre you Ride me, and Lab Cabin. Yeah. I, I do. I absolutely, they're, like, I love them, like, if, if, if we were doing all of rap music that we enjoy on a scale of, like... One to ten, ten being like the best, and one being like, eh, I kind of remember that. Like the far side, every time is going to be like eight, eight and a half, eight and a half, maybe even a nine if I'm in the right vibe. I'm well, I'm just feeling it as fucking storytelling, shit like that, dude. You don't see that in hip hop no more, bro. You, all you hear is like, fuck being bad bitch. Uh, no, it's there. You just got to look for no, it. No, like you have to, like, fucking, like these, but, or. Like, these crazy kids are the ones fucking doing the dopest shit, talking kind of in code. Crazy dope shit, like the fucking Who I Smoke shit. Dude, that I shit, just, that's just, like... That shit's cray-cray, bro. It's cray-cray, dude. Like, dude, now that... Because I, I watch... Uh, so there's this guy, Trap Lore Ross. Like, T-R-A-P-L-O-R-E Ross. Is this dude from the UK. And he put... He, he said it took him, like, two weeks I know to put it together. It's, like a, it's a two-hour video... About everything that built up to the Who I Smoke video and the uh, the Fulio disc release video, like the yep. the callback video, uh, When I See You. Yeah. Dude, that is banana shit. So the lawyer, the, the I, wa- I, I watched that dude too. Yeah. I, I think I was falling asleep when I was watching that dude talk about that shit, but... I watched the lawyer the next day on that Fulio guy with the dumb dreads, dude, that, yeah. that guy. I was watching his video, and this lawyer just breaks it down about what's crap, what's happening. Like these, he's all these cats are told. This dude, he said, Fulio totally incriminated himself to where these these other dudes, fucking who I smoke, smoke is not the term for kill yet, bro. In the fucking yeah. lawyer book, so they know they pretty much got got away with who I smoke. But this other dude saying he got fell fell in love with fucking dead whatever or yeah. you know what I mean that Fulio guy he totally incriminated himself because that shit's been in the books for like six years now yeah you know what I mean and that's just lawyer shit dude that's crazy that these cats dude dude they're, they're and th- I don't think any of them are thinking about that because they're, they're definitely no, they're not thinking about to, like everybody's thinking about getting super popular on fucking on Instagram look that dude said he fucking went live on Instagram and that fool didn't die. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, they're trying to, f- to get this crazy Instagram clout, dude, just like these fucking bitches that got, get the giant fucking tits and fucking cheekbones and fucking huge lips, dude. And fucking, you know, they just You know what, guys? Uh, deboob your Instagram. 
Debug, I'm about Instagram, to drop that shit. Amazing. I'm about to drop that all that shit and just go back to just nothing but comics or people I know, dude. And I'll fucking f- f- if people uh, fucking try to follow me, I won't even fucking follow them back unless I fucking actually know them. Cause that was my rule on Facebook. That's still my rule on Facebook. I fucking done that, bro. I never. I haven't fucking friended fucking nobody that I don't know in real life on Facebook. I don't. Uh, I don't even friend that's my. Interesting. I don't even friend my dad on Facebook, bro. Oh yeah, I don't. When I had a Facebook, my dad was on there, but like, I didn't interact with him or anything. Yeah, no, nah, dude. Well, my dad fucking gets like a new fucking fucking uh, Facebook profile every fucking other month when he breaks his fucking phone because he can't remember his password. Oh, you got to quit buying burner phones and do something you can just link your Google No, to. my dad, my dad fucking, he just can't remember fucking passwords, bud. Can't remember emails and passwords, dude. That's wild. Yeah, no, nah, dude. I don't know what it is like fucking, I got like three or four passwords, strong passwords, or they're mixed up with the same password. And that's what you're supposed to do fucking when you change your shit, mix it up with another password, you know, so you don't, so you don't forget those three main fucking codes like do a fucking word two numbers fucking and then another word or a fucking like a series of numbers that you fucking always remember like your fucking the 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 year your mom was born or some bullshit dude you know what i mean i watch all that clue what year my mom was born i could do the math (laughs) 1953? Yes. My mom's 60. Okay. So, who do you think is the dopest rapper right now? Like, currently active? Yeah, ca- active. It could, even, <clears throat> it could even be Wu-Tang, bro. They put an album out fucking last year. Uh, nah, well, because that's different. That's a collective. All right, well, collective. Uh... I mean, if you're talking about dopest collective of all time, it's got to be the Dungeon Family. All right. Because the Dungeon Family gave us Outkast and the Goody Mob and Killer Mike. And I'm sure others I just can't think of at this time. You got to get up, get out, and get something. Don't spend all your time trying to get high. I'm going to do a dab. Yeah. But like if you just think like if you look at it that way, like so you you like that family, South. You like that South. I just like good hip hop, man. I, yeah, dude, I love no that South is it's on point, dude. I fucking love all that shit. That's like oh man, uh, like when I started, uh, like what first got me into hip hop, uh, smoking on hands, bar. Nope, it was no. uh, I mean some of it, but it was uh, oh when I was in the fifth grade. All right, this we're dude, going way inter- back. dude, I'm telling you, 1989, okay, <laughs> like the the spring I was of eight 19, years old, yeah, the spring of 1989. I lived in Iowa on a farm, like a four acre farm, surrounded by someone else's cornfield, and I had to ride the bus home every day, and it was like a 45 minute ride in good weather, in like snow and shit. Sometimes it was like an hour and a half. It was gross, but uh. The uh like the my like the last six months that I lived there, like halfway through the school year, a new kid moved out to like he was on my bus route now. And he had lived just outside of Detroit in some little town. But that gave him like Detroit no. radio stations no. or whatever. 
he was hip to NWA. <laughs> and I heard him listening to it on a boombox, like one of those little ones is yeah. like like this big, just had a speaker on one side and then like a tape, tape on the other yep. side. And I, I, I was like, dude, I've like, cause like the only thing that was out that was kind of like rap at that point was MC Hammer. Yeah. It was like the most popular Hammer, thing you that had we had got in the like boys. rural Iowa. Yeah. We had Hammer and that was it. Yeah. I didn't know about Run DMC. I didn't know about any of that East Coast yeah, shit. It was, that it was all the honky white shit. It was all fucking. Yeah, man. I, I was raised on classic yeah. rock. Oh, me too. My dad. And country music. My and dad. Hurt is painful. My dad fucking loves the Rolling Stones and the Who. Yeah, man. And tripping acid and fucking smoking weed. All that really cool shit. My dad fucking loves that shit, dude. He fucking... Uh, he sang... He sang... Uh, uh, start Me Up for my cousin's wedding, bro. Perfect, okay. bro. Mick Jagger kicking fucking all the shit, bro. Fucking my dad has it down, bro. Fucking you can't, you can't stop him when he's on fire, bud. Fair. But uh, yeah, my dad's cray-cray though, bro. <laughs> Oh, yeah, so uh, I'm like, I, I I went to the back of the bus. I was like, hey, man, I've never heard anything like this before. I'll be quiet. Can I just sit back here and listen to this with you? And he goes, yeah, man, uh, it's called NWA. And then he just starts it again. And it was the Straight Outta Compton album. Yeah. And I remember, so. dude, I sat in the back of the bus next to this kid, and I listened to that album for, like, I don't know, the last three months of school before summer vacation. And I remember, like, the last week of school, he goes, hey, man, I'm not going to be here for the rest of the week, but this will help you get through the summer. <laughs> and he gave me two dubbed tapes, and one of them was uh, NWA Straight Outta Compton, and the other one was Easy e Easy Does It. That's the gangster. That's what I was just going to bring up, dude. Are you, are, you, are you reading my mind, Bear? It's just how I was raised, nah, man. No, dude, that, that <laughs> Easy Does It is the shit, son. Yeah. That, oh, man. Uh, and then I moved that summer, I moved from that farm back to, well, Aurora, technically, like A-Town. Yeah. And so uh, I went from living on a farm to living basically at Colfax and Havana, <laughs> like two blocks <laughs> off. And that, that, is a, that is a transition I was not ready for. That's where that's where uh, my big titty girlfriend, ex girlfriend Rachel <laughs> used to live, bro, right there. Dude, uh I was not ready. I was not ready. No one prepared me for what was coming. At least you fucking uh, had some easy E. Yeah, man. Like Jeez. I remember I had to li- I lived on my block for like five years before the neighborhood just finally left me alone and let me be. Like, I wasn't causing problems or anything, you know what I mean? I wasn't like... I yeah, no, that's how it was rowdy. back in the day, though. These kids <coughs> they, these kids don't even know how lucky they have it, huh, Bear? I mean, that's yes like we, no. The, no double-edged if, sword. That's like all these... If if somebody under, like, 28 listens to this, dude, they're not even going to know what a fucking tape is, bud. You know right, what I mean? Right, right. We just... We, they're like, these guys are talking about weird shit. <laughs> is that a record? You know what I mean? Uh, that's like... We know records because DJs spin them around and shit, you yeah. know? But, fuck, dude, these kids don't even know what tapes are or burning CDs like fucking Corey yeah. Cooley's joke and shit, dude. They don't even know nothing like that, My bro. daughter, uh, my daughter's, I like, I don't think either one of them owns a CD. I think it's all digital. Yeah, it's all, all digital, dude. I don't you're, own any anymore. Like, I just, like, just this summer. 
your or this uh, this winter. I put a head unit in my truck or whatever. Yeah. And it's the first time I haven't owned a CD player. Jeez. Yeah, no, that's how it goes. That's and like how now it is. just it that's doesn't exactly even exist. It All my music is on YouTube music. And uh <laughs> Yeah, no, dude. So down down dude, we're gonna we're gonna talk hip hop. Do you like DJ stuff? Like what kind of DJ stuff? Like like uh, to go see a DJ? No, yeah. Like, have you ever been to go see like fucking RJG two or like? Uh, so uh, way way back DJ in the day, Crush and shit like that. I went and saw all of the Invisible Scratch Pickles. All right, and that was like Cubert. Yeah, and uh, my brain just farted and I forgot all of them, but Cubert. But there was like five. Yeah, of them. there's they were all there, reputable. Yeah, they're all dope. Uh, I've, I've gone to like B-boy battles and watched like, while like there's a DJ tournament going yeah. on, have, all of a sudden there's an impromptu breakdance dance off going oh, off yeah. in the middle of the floor and shit. Have like, you ever seen the executioners, the four guys DJs? Uh, I have heard of them, but I have not seen Yeah. Them. The, uh, rock Raider was in that and he's okay. like one of the Denver's dopest DJs ever. And like, he, he's awesome, bro. Fucking DJ rock Raider. That's like, I've seen him. A few fuck, I think you know, a few months before he died at fucking at the Ogden, bro. It was one okay. of the tightest shows I ever fucking seen in my life, dude. Uh, you know who some of the best DJs on the planet are? Old hip hop DJs, man. Yep. Dude, Biz Marquee is an amazing uh, DJ. Dude, I seen him. I seen him. DJ, DJ Jazz and Jeff might be the best on the planet, and no one gives him credit. I seen. I seen. Uh. I seen Biz Marquee DJ for uh, De La Soul, bro, at okay. the Fillmore. That would have been. And dope. he's and he was he was mixing before De La Soul came up, and he throws his shirt over his head and he moves the mixer with his fucking belly, nice. and he's fucking and he's beat draw or he's beat juggling right there. He's just beat juggling and moving the mixer with his belly. It's so fucking awesome, dude. Uh, that was the show that I told you the homegirl fainted. Oh yeah, the other that was that show, bro. That okay. was that show. Bismarck, he was fucking off the chain, though, bro. He's dope, son. Oh yeah, I but, saw DJ Jazzy Jeff at fucking Beta. I don't even know if Beta oh, still yeah. exists. As a oh, club. it's uh, it's it's. I seen uh, I seen Devin the dude there. It's, okay, it's yeah. a it's a it's a showcase now. It's a real fucking like stage. Where it used shit. to be just a straight up club. Yeah, yeah I remember. And I saw DJ Jazzy Jeff there for like fifteen bucks. Dude. Yeah, no, I remember that shit. Oh I used to go there with all the Asian homies. God, shit, that dude. was amazing. Yeah, no, that's like uh, the most slept on show I've seen in the past like five six years. Has to be. Uh, Pharaoh Monch, bro, at, okay. at Cervantes. Bro, only like 70 people showed up, dude. That's wild. It was dude, crazy, dude. I saw uh, Bubba Sparks and Struggle Jennings for like 20 bucks at Herman's Hideaway. Uh-huh. And there was only maybe like 40 people there, including uh-huh. staff. That I mean, it was an amazing sick. show. Yeah, that's like... Th- then, uh, like, uh, Immortal Technique. I've seen Immortal Technique like about six or seven times at, at Cervantes over there. Okay. Wicked shows, bro. I fucking smoked a fat ass blunt with poison pen, dude. Dope shit, dude. All those cats were fucking awesome at the end of the show, dude. Because fucking homeboy goes, Yo, you smoked that joint with me earlier, homeboy. I was like, Yeah, dog. And he's like, Stay right there. You and your homeboy stay right there. And we stayed right there. They walked everybody out and we fucking ended up blazing with the mortal technique. And homeboy, dude, it is tight as fuck, dude. It is just dope. But shit. Then Farside, I seen Farside there. Uh, KRS One on the other uh, at the other side at the other bar next door. Nice. I've never seen KRS One. I want to. Oh, uh, dude, it was dope, bro. I didn't appreciate him when I was younger, and I could have seen him easy. You know what? 
that we got the same brain almost, bro. I didn't either, dude, until my fucking homeboy Ron goes. Because I was listening to all that crazy-ass thug, thug dumb shit, too, dude. You know what I mean? And my like, homeboy, what, what were you listening to? I was listening to, like, uh, See Murder and all that. You know, and it's not even crazy-ass dumb thug shit, but it was just, like, fucking, like, it wasn't worth it. She was bro. No Limit, right? Yeah, like, the yeah, No okay. Limit shit. Like, shit that was just, like, lame and fucking, like, it's just repetitive. Uh. And that's, Dude, that's the that's first what, Silk the Shaka album. Oh, that shit's fire, bro. That, Dude, that was that's, crazy. That's, but he's like, that's that's a like uh, he's like a Freddie Gibbs, bro. Like if he had somebody making dope beats and fucking, he would be lyrically fucking very good fucking rapper, bro. You know. <laughs> and I think that's one thing uh, No Limit did well with Beats by the Pound is they were just like it was a factory. Yeah, they were just fucking throwing everything out there. They put out so many albums. Yeah. Oh, man, and see, that's what happened is you, you oversaturated. Something's going to be repetitive, dude. You're just doing it for Lucci then, bro. Like us listening to Lil Wayne, bro. I forgot how fucking dub Lil Wayne was, bud. Because fucking I was just tired of fucking hearing everybody fucking suck his dick, bro. You know what I mean? It's like, uh, shit, I dude. never I never appreciated Lil Wayne in real time. Like I, did, yeah. I never really gave him a shot. Because yeah. there was already so many other rappers that I was like, oh, this dude is dope. Yeah. Oh, this dude is dope. Like, cause I remember, uh, I hear that all the time, got, bro. Like, it was well after the first Snoop Dogg album. It might have even been after Dogfather. Yeah. Probably right around the time that Snoop went to No Limit. Oh, I remember uh, that was downtime for all of hip hop and shit. Like, I remember, I just, I was like, I still like hip hop, but there's got to be something else. And I, I already knew I liked the Far Side. Yeah. I already knew I liked a tribe called Quest, and so I just kind of leaned into that direction of hip hop. But then, like, I found a bunch of crazy West Coast shit that I just didn't know existed yet. Like, I didn't know about MOP. I didn't know about the Locks. I didn't know, like, you know uh, what I mean? That's like, like, yeah, you, you should watch that. Our vinyl weighs a ton, bro. Me and fucking little yeah. Kelsey Woods watched that whole documentary. But like, dude, all the the crazy amount of different styles. Music, hip hop, uh, Mad Lib, fucking that's Jay Dilla, and that's Jay Dilla and, and uh, Mad Lib and uh, Mad Lib, dude, fucking did Champion Sound. Uh, Mad Lib did fucking mm, food for Doom. He did so many fucking dope beats, and then the Lions that the, those dudes I was showing you really don't. That's from Stone's Throw. I'll show you another two guys. These dudes, Myron and E. It sounds like old school fucking uh, like. Uh, Vato music, you know what I mean? Like yeah. fucking dope shit, bro. And all this is all coming out of that Stone's Throw label and shit, you know? And uh, Madlib just quit Stone's Throw and he's doing his own shit and he's been coming out during quarantine with the fucking, with the, with at least fucking 40 minutes of beats. Like fucking different instrumentals and shit, dude. Fucking like, uh, like 38 minutes, 40 minutes, 28 minutes. Like every month he comes out with something crazy, that dude Madlib. On his it's own wild. fucking record label now. I mean, he's tight as fuck, bro. Like, I, I fucking... Uh, I'm kind of sucking his dick because, dude, I haven't heard shit. Like, he does... Like I said, the Bali beats. He goes in and he, he fucking found this Ethiopian funk band, bro. And he's sampling that shit, bro. Like, just crazy off-the-wall shit he fucking finds and it's just fucking dope. Actually, that the Ethiopian funk band guy... Lives here in Colorado. Lives here in Denver, bro. I'm pretty sure I gave him a ride to the airport before, bro. <laughs> I'm not even joking. I was like, I know this dude. He fucking looks sharp. I was like, I know this motherfucker, dude. 
and fucking it's the dude lives here in Denver. Like real music is all around us, bro. Sure. Fucking, I fucking smoke flat crack with Johnny Haslick and fucking and fucking Lafayette, Colorado. But he's know who that is. he used to his name is Johnny Haslick, original member of the Steve Miller band, bro. Okay. He gets paid fucking every fucking month fucking for that shit, dude. They yeah. fucking still jam that shit all the fucking time, bro. He'll get you royalty checks yeah. till he's dead. All that shit, bro. That's fucking all fucking, dude. You get money, dog, if you fucking do it right, bro. That's like, uh. What was brilliant was when they convinced all these bars to go to streaming jukeboxes. Yeah. That way they could make, they, you know, we'll just charge yeah. you a service. And then they pay the artists. Well, what what's mean? up? Like, uh, remember when Metallica got all sad? When they were fucking ripping all the songs and shit? Oh, yeah, and he tried uh, to sue Napster yeah. and shit? <laughs> yeah. You knew that was a bad move because no other, like, big stars were like, yeah, I agree. Like, well, everyone that's... else is like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I mean, sucks, but, like, I'm just going to let this one play out. <laughs> this is perfect this is gonna be the perfect segue into the second half of fucking this podcast all right what do you got the internet the internet's Con- a wild place conspiracy theory and gay yeah because conspiracies are gay <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah uh i mean which conspiracy you want to talk about I know well, let, about let's just start with the internet about dude. everything what what do you think about the dark web, the deep web, and what the fuck do you know what these things are? I don't. So I, know. I've been on the dark. I haven't been on the dark web in a long time, but I was I was an early user of the dark web in sparse amount only to like because you used to be able to go to the Silk Road and buy drugs. Yeah, that's why Allen's got bitcoins. I know what's yeah. on. Yeah, yeah. Did you did you get in the bitcoins or no? Uh, just like I would. If the guy is like, I need blah, 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 point Bitcoin to equal 150 bucks. All right. Like, I'd get that much Bitcoin and send it to that guy so I could just get my drugs. You know what I mean? That's pretty cool. No, I never bought drugs off, off the internet, bro. It's just There's, too iffy. Uh, I knew that there were drugs I wanted that were, uh, did you, like, it's like, oh, you, yeah. you can't get good. I've never done Coke. Okay. But I know that you can't get good Coke in Colorado. I don't care what anyone tells you. No one has good Coke in Colorado. There's desirable Coke. There's the higher end of what's available yeah. Coke. Oh, yeah. For there's, sure. There's, if you but you're spend not the money. getting good fucking Coke as a regular person in yeah. Colorado. If you know a dude, maybe. Most people don't know a dude. They know a dude that knows a dude that knows a dude. And by the time they you're get correct. it, it is so much baby laxative that they get excited off that first hit. And they're like, oh, I almost had to shit. I'm like, no, that's because you're snorting baby laxative with I, a little I, bit of cocaine in it, you dumb I, fuck. I shit on the building behind uh, behind uh, PT's on Evans, that yellow building behind PT's. We got some bunk-ass coke, and I went into the bathroom, and the fucking toilet's overflowing, and the fucking... And the red. everyone got that bunk Yeah, coke. dude, everybody got that shit. And I was like, fuck, I just went outside, and I fucking ripped my undershirt off. And I fucking shit on the building, and I fucking wiped my ass, and then I went to the van, and fucking, uh, they had, uh, my homeboy just had their kids, so there was baby wipes in the van, so I fucking took the baby wipes back over there and wiped myself real nice, bro, fucking dabbed off real dry, sharp, bro, sharp, went back in partying at fucking PT's, bro, fucking, you know what I mean? 
Nah, yeah, but uh, so uh, you're you're right. It's most of that shit's been stomped on, but like my uncle, we well, know, like for we a know long time cats. out here, you couldn't get good clean acid. Oh no, you could get acid all day, but it was all cut with just really nasty shit. Jeez. Like I had, I did so in the late nineties, I did so much paper acid that was cut with so much strychnine that it no. gave you like a backache. Yeah. No, see, and I was that, a teenager. I, I met like, I met this dude like right when I was I was working with my dad. I was like, I think nineteen, gonna be twenty and shit. And this white boy Chris was getting me sweet breath vials of acid, and I was <laughs> slanging the fuck out of that shit, dude. And we we're making money hand over fist, and we we're okay. doing all kinds of fucking. We we're doing all kinds of fucking trip. You know what I mean, Bella? And uh, what you call, but my dad kept fucking doing all my acid, dude, right? So I had to fucking drill a log box and bolt it into the fucking freezer, bro. So he couldn't get to the fucking acid, dude. It was awful, bro. That's crazy. And then that's like, uh, I made so much money when I moved out of there finally, like fucking two years later. I'm breaking down my waterbed in the room and I find a shoebox. Full of fucking fives and tens, dude. Like fucking 800 bucks, bro. Nice. Because that's how much money you make when you fucking do crazy shit like that, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're right about the, the real coke. Like, but I remember driving a fucking Toyota Corolla. Fucking like uh, my uncle thought he was going to have to tow it. So the Mexicans called my uncle and he didn't have a license. And I did. I had fucking, I was like 17. And he's like, you're gonna drive the the tow truck if fucking if we get, if we're coming back, you know what I mean? We're gonna go pick up this car. We gotta go get it right now. So we drop down to the panhandle. Fucking, he gets it started. He's all just fall or stay in front of me. Stayed in front of him all the way to Denver, right to his fucking crib on the west side, dude. They started fucking disassembling this fucking car, dude, and they took the fucking rear tire out or they took the spare out. Boom! The Mexicans grabbed the spare. And they grabbed one of the front tires too, bud. And they just fucking G'd out, bro. Yeah. And then they come back, dude, and they say, here, here, Pablo is like this. And they give my uncle, this was the most pearliest white fucking chunk of fucking coke I ever fucking seen in my whole life. And it was like, you know that giant ball they have fucking on the Chappelle show? Yeah. It was like probably a, a fourth of that size, bro. But it is still a giant fucking ball of just fucking powder coke, bud. It is crazy. And then the other Mexicans was breaking down the car. 710 fucking pounds of marijuana, dude, in that fucking Corolla, bro. In the fucking, in the dash, in the fucking side panels, and fucking everywhere, dog. They have fucking weed in the fucking seats. Fucking underneath that shit, the fucking floor was raised like this much, dude. I was like, yeah. this fucking thing feels funny. The fucking pedal wouldn't go all the way down and shit, dude. They had so much fucking weed in that fucking car, dude. I was like, oh, shit. My uncle breaks me off of fucking three G's, bud. That's when I knew fucking illegal fucking business is the good business. Tax-free right. money. Fuck that shit, bro. I went and bought me a car the next week, bud. For real. I was like, man, this is crazy. And then them fools got pulled, or them fools all got arrested at my dad's crib like fucking three months later for robbing some Chinese lady for crack when my cousin Robbie got out of the fucking prison. That's madness. Dude, the, the, my family's crazy, bro. That's why I'm glad I'm the goody two-shoes of the of the Martinez side of the family. You know what I mean? Like, 
That's uh, wild that you're the white sheep in your family, but like probably the single craziest dude that I associate with on a daily basis. Uh, that's good. Does that make sense though? Yeah, it totally does, dude. <laughs> it's just a wild spectrum when you, you consider you met my all dad, aspects. Right? He's real sick. That's why he's yeah. not fucking acting crazy no more, bro. I never met him before COVID. All right. That's like uh, Tall Guy did. Tall Guy was like, dude, your dad's fucking crazy, bro. I've heard stories. Uh, I just—it's hard to see now. He's like he's not very fast with that oxygen tank. Yeah, no, he's not. So, Silk Road Internet, all that shit. Did uh, you ever? Did you ever see UFO files on there on the dark web? Nah, I didn't. It's it's shit. You have to know where to look for it. Unfortunately. All right, all right. Like a dude showed me how to use the silk. How to use like. I remember, because uh, you have to get a Tor browser. Yeah. And I think mine was called, like, Onion or something like that. Yeah, they got the Tor right on the Brave browser now. You could use that Okay. Shit. It's fucking mint, dude. That way they don't see me jerking off to fucking, uh, you know, trannies and shit, you know. And fucking... I mean, you just jerk off to what you jerk off to. Yeah, you just jerk off to day. whatever. Well, some of these trannies, their tits are so perfect, dude. Better yeah, well, than Christine Thomas. There's Thomason's. a lot of money put into them. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Whereas Christine only had medium money put into them. All right. I'm just mm. kidding. I don't know if hers are <laughs> no. real or not. I've She's never a good seen lady. Them. She's a nice gal. I so, think she talked about it once on stage. Though, yeah. That someone paid for them. So. Uh, Hooters will pay for your tits if you go work at Hooters. Will they really? Yeah, for real. Straight up, dude. Yeah, but how good is a Hooters? Like, could you know that's something where they dude, got like a deal with yeah, Kaiser they probably did. Yeah. <laughs> Kaiser. No. Nah. There's just that one doctor at Kaiser in like yeah, Albuquerque. Yeah, jeez, dude. That's and he's like, blood. yeah, man, I did plastic surgery in Bolivia before this, so technically I'm There's qualified. one in Albuquerque. There's one in Colorado Springs. There's one in Cheyenne. Fucking, fucking cold-blooded, man. So, this is going like... uh I got to ask you a question. Do you believe in time travel? Man. Is it quantum or is it like mental? Is it metaphysical time travel? Is it? The more I understand about the universe, I feel like everything is happening at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like when you're tripping. It's just a matter of like your perspective at that moment. Okay. Like right now, I'm on your couch doing a podcast with you and your awesome dog. But also right now, I'm fucking 22 years in the past and I'm pulling some white collar criminal shenanigans right now. Oh, man. And also right now, I'm 20 years in the future and someone else is having a podcast talking about how I'm one of the greatest to ever do it. Uh, uh, atmosphere called out your shenanigans that you were just talking about. He yeah. goes, got a bunch of checks in the glove box. You yeah. Know? Yeah, play. I know what's up. No, like, uh, so, do you think little Aspie could fucking make a time machine? I don't know what little Aspie's, like, I think that little Aspie might be able to understand how time travel could conceive. Okay, so... I don't think little Aspie could physically build a time machine. I think he could draw a time machine. Maybe, but that doesn't <laughs> prove anything. Okay. I could draw a mountain no, that was, can that... with a Sharpie and yeah. write time machine on it, just like Calvin okay. and Hobbes did. And maybe the secret of time travel is in that Mountain Dew can. Maybe it's not. 
Okay. A little aspirin can draw a picture of a time machine, okay, but it doesn't okay. make itself. So I watch a lot of scientific bullshit on fucking on YouTube. You know sure, what man. I mean? The homeboy that does the the relativity of everything. You know, like a fucking crazy spiral wrapped inside of a tornado or something like that. You know what I mean? Like, like uh, Tony Stark's did it in the movie. He twisted the fucking time and he was able to point it at a certain spot. Or whatever. I don't know how Tony Stark did it. That motherfucker's a genius, more or yeah. less. But that's not real life. It's not. Real life, there's a kid that was thinking about this really hard all the fucking time. And he was he fucking figured out a way tops. to make it feasible. Yeah, he was he was tops of his class. Uh, Maybe- there, there used to be video because I know where this is going. Yeah. There used to be videos of this kid. On the internet, before a certain tragedy we'll discuss momentarily, uh, discussing the feasibility of time travel. To like, uh, it was something he was trying to get a scholarship to some crazy school. And he wanted to learn all this shit. And he's like, you know, like, this is something I theorize, blah, 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 blah. And he basically broke down how time travel is absolutely possible. Exactly. Uh, I've seen that same shit. Yeah. And then uh, he wound up going to college in Colorado. Yes, he did. (laughs) For something different, but equally mentally intense. Yep. But all that time travel shit's still in his brain, too. Oh, yeah, he's that smart. He's that guy. Like, uh, almost Tesla-esque. Yeah, and I think what it is, like, so there's, uh, have you, okay, so as a comic, have you ever had that moment where you're on stage, and everything is going so perfect, that all of a sudden it feels like you're not even doing it as much as you're watching yourself do it? I believe that's when you check into a higher plane. Okay. Uh, There are certain people, when you're in that higher plane, everything that is happening with you on this plane is at a hundred fucking percent perfect. Like it is not going to get any better you're, than you're that just moment. Radiating your energy out to the uh, crowd. The crowds radiated the energy back to you. Yeah, but it's you're hard. Just above it's, it. You're just above it all, checking it it's out. Amazing. Like, this is it's amazing. This is amazing. Like man, I can't uh, believe I'm. This some people sharp right like here. some people don't get it because they haven't felt it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I believe that that's like once you're in that location. I always waste it because I do. I instantly look at what is happening right there. I'm like, that's beautiful. That's amazing. But when you're in that space, you can pull any information you want from anything in the universe. It's like... And I believe that some people know how to tap into that at an early age. And it allows them to see the universe completely in a different way. So would, would Like you... Nikola Tesla. And... Not to the be the person we haven't Elon named Musk. yet. The person we haven't named yet. That person p- might be that same way. Yeah. But here on a little tangent, uh, I actually told uh, Wayne McCracken my remote viewing stories on the last podcast. Have you done remote viewing? Uh, I've popped out of my body and done shit in a non-physical plane. And then, like, uh, so I'll, I'll just say it again. It was crazy weird. 
So, like, I used to come home, take a nap on Fridays. That way I could go party, drink all night long. Yeah. Good times. So, I used to take a little power nap. I remember doing my hair, brushing my teeth, boom, 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 boom. And then I'm getting ready to leave, and I walk into my room, and I'm laying there. And I go over to me on the bed, and I push my arm, and I go, yo, fool, wake up. It's time to go. I woke up on my bed from me getting pushed on my arm. And I got up okay, and I yeah. left. And ever Wild. since then, like, I, I always, like, sometimes I have crazy vivid dreams. And then sometimes I have the dream where I'm just, I just pop up I'm like I'm chilling on the roof. And it's either I go to Mahai Stadium or I go fly all the way to Loveland. And hopefully I make it there without waking up. And those are, like, just two spots I go to all the time. Like, where where Eric Young hit the home run at Mile High Stadium in the parking lot. I go right there to that fucking home plate in the parking lot. Okay. And I just go pretend I'm Eric Young Sr. And fucking, but I can fly there if I want, dude. It's crazy. So, like, I know about pot. And like you just said, sometimes, like, uh, the dude heckling me was the only thing that threw me off on my 30 minutes up there at Moxie, bro. He was going like fucking, and I slammed, I slapped into that shit because I, I told myself I wanted to go up there and do like I do when I'm outside of Irish Rover. I'm at the top of the steps at Comedy Works. I'm outside of uh, fucking Scruffy Murphy's in the fucking little patio talk shit. I was like, I want to just start like that, and I did. For that start of that 30 yeah. minutes, dude. And like you said, I popped out. And the only thing that popped me back in was that dude fucking saying, are you going to just talk about drugs? And I was like, I looked at, like like you said, I looked at him and I fucking popped back. Yeah, fuck you, dude. What the fuck, man? You just fucked me up, dude. I was on a fucking roll, son. You know what I mean? And it was, that's crazy. So, back to the feller we are talking about. Okay. So... This this cat like uh, it's about family too. Yeah, his dad is a person of influence, if I remember correctly, right? Yeah. I uh, let's just fucking get into it, man. So, I lived in Aurora for like, let's call it thirty five of my forty three years. You worked at the fucking. Juggalo fucking yeah, pizza, pizza slut or whatever. <laughs> yeah, dude. I worked at the Pudge Brothers that's, at the Juggalos ran. Like, dude, I remember uh, one of the Juggalos like somehow befriended me because he also liked like other real hip hop. Yeah, he just happened to like ICP. <laughs> All right, and he goes, he goes, hey man, did you know you know what a message board is? Because this is before like the yeah. internet is the way it is now. I'm like, yeah man, I'm on a couple message boards for car stuff. And he's like, so there's a juggalo message board? I'm like, yeah. He goes, there's a petition on this message board. I'm like, okay, what's the petition for? He goes, so there's like 350 local jugglos assigned this petition to get you fired so a juggalo can have your job. <laughs> and I was like, and I was, I was taken back by a minute. I was like, hang on a sec. Let's put this into perspective. You're like, Juggalo's someone got the internet? Took, <laughs> someone took the time to form a petition that was gangster. to get me fired so a Juggalo can have my job. They should fucking run the government, dude. They should fucking start taking holding <laughs> office like, and shit, dude. And so I asked him, I was like, did you sign this? He goes, yeah, but that was before I actually talked to you. And I was like, did you even know who I was? He's like, honestly, no. 
I just tend to lean pro juggalo. Yeah. I'm like, so how many of these cocksuckers that sign this would actually like say something in my face? He goes, oh, not one of them. Not one of them. <laughs> so we established you're a longtime resident of Aurora. Yeah, man. I'm an OG. Uh, so fucking shout out to my homeboy, Frankie. I used to kick with my buddy, Frankie. He was a, uh, I'm not going to shout the exact neighborhood, like statue no. limitations or whatever. Yeah. But he was a Serenio shot caller for all the little G's in his neighborhood. All, all right. The G's in his neighborhood. Yeah. And he was also the dope man. I met him at my birthday party at a different, at like a third party's yeah. location. Uh, it was me and my buddy Blitz shared a birthday. Thugs are cool, bro. All right. So me and my buddy Blitz shared a birthday, and he was a DJ, so there was always, like, there was a lot, like, people were yeah. spinning all night. Like, people right. would tag in and out or whatever. Yeah. But I remember at one point, I was like, I just stood up, and I was like, fuck it, I'm going to the garage to get stoned if anyone wants to come with me. Because everyone's acting weird yeah. about it for some reason. And Frankie just stood up on the, in a different room, man, didn't see me, nothing, just stood up and goes, I'll meet you in the garage. And mm, so yeah. fucking, like... We get out to the garage, and I was like, hey, man. And Barry's like, hey, man, I'm Frankie. And fucking, we just, uh, dude, we probably smoked like 12 blunts that night. Hell yeah, Just yeah. blunt after blunt after blunt. Did you have to split them and dump this, the middles out oh, or yeah, no? man. Hell yeah, gangster. How do you do it? Was it regweed? Did you have to get a grinder, too, or no? Uh, or just started crying. I had a grinder for all the time. All right, cool. That's Because I like catching Keith. I know. We're all men. <laughs> so so your buddy Frankie. So yeah, we like we're just he, smoking. He he, he might he might he might sell illegal drugs. Well, I don't know this yet. I just oh, know that right. Frankie is a pothead and he's wearing a Raiders jersey. Okay. This is what I know. So we start talking music and we start talking this and we start talking that. And it turns out, keep in mind, I met him when I was like let's say thirty for a nice okay. round number. We went to the same high school at the same time. <laughs> we have mutual friends and from maybe, high school, never met each other. That's how big my high school was. I was our, everybody knew everybody in our little high school right up in Whitesmith. There's like there's like 4000 kids in my high school. There she is. Is bananas. Uh but so like we had a lot in common. We just hit yeah. it off instantly. At the time uh, I was on, uh, I had a medical issue yeah. and I had, uh, I was given copious amounts of painkillers every day from a doctor. Okay. Uh, and I was, I had to lose roughly 200 pounds to have a surgery. Oh, I heard this story before. Uh, so like I spent probably a year and a half of that two years hanging out at Frankie's house every day. Like, cause mm. I met Frankie and he's like, Hey man, what do you do during the day? And he's like, I was like, nothing, man. I take my kids to school. I eat a fistful of pain pills and I play video games all day. He's like, oh, well, fuck. If that's all you do, man, you want to just like drive kids off school, come over to my house and eat pain pills? I was like, shit, yeah, man. I'm not doing anything. It's like, fuck it. We'll just hang out, right? I didn't think anything of it. First couple days we hung out, like the weather was shitty. Like it was during the week or whatever. I didn't think anything of it. Uh, And then like the first day the weather got nice. Uh, we're hanging out, and people are just knocking on his door all day. And I'm not paying any attention. I'm in the basement yeah. playing video games, hanging out. And I went upstairs to grab something out of the fridge. 
And there's like 15 Mexican dudes, all in just blue and gray, head to toe, hanging out in the kitchen. And I walk in, and Frankie just looks at everyone and goes, everyone, this is Oso, Oso, this is Serrano's. And I was like, all the way. And I grabbed my soda and went back downstairs. Didn't think nothing of it. All the way, and so, like, uh, that interaction, they were like, what? You got a white boy? <laughs> and so, like, they started inviting me to just more and more yeah. shit. And, dude, like, uh, one time I was in a completely different part of Aurora, but I was at an open mic. I was doing comedy. Yeah. And I came outside to my car, and there's these two little Sereno kids just leaning against the trunk of my car. And I recognized them, so I wasn't, like, concerned yeah. or anything. I was like, what's up, guys? He goes... Oh man, oh, so we caught some punk bitch breaking into a car over there, and then we saw your car. We were like, "Fuck that!" And I was breaking into oh, hell yeah, that's car. gangster. So oh, that's gangster. My car hell I yeah, came outside. Dog. I that's, was like, that's "Word, OG, do you guys dude. at least need a ride or something?" He's like, "Now nah, we're about to steal that car." <laughs> <laughs> that's gangster as fuck, dude. That's gangster. Hell yeah, no, dude. That's how it goes, bud. But uh, so hanging out with Frankie, like he was the uh, he was the weed man. Yeah. His old lady was the everything woman. Like, whatever you needed, if she didn't have it, she could find it quick. I was you like my homegirl. We don't name no names. Yeah. It's like, uh, uh, but so me and Frankie would be hanging out and people, dude, I remember uh, one day I was like, I was like, hey, Frankie, you want to go run to a couple pawn shops with me? I need to pick up a lawnmower. Because that's just how it was back you know. then. Like, your lawnmower got stolen every year. So you just go <laughs> buy one from the pawn shop every spring. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he's like, oh, you need a mower? And I was like, yeah, he's all cool. And he puts out, like, a text or whatever. Yeah. Just a couple people. Dude, like, two hours later, Frankie's like, oh, we got to go out to the garage real quick. I was like, oh, word, we haven't been outside for a while. Let's go get a fresh air blunt in. Yeah. So we go outside, and I grab my longboard, thinking we're just going to dick around in the alley. And Frankie yeah. opens up his garage door to the alley. And there's, like, four little, like, 12-year-old Mexican kids, <laughs> each one of them with two lawnmowers. Eey. And, and Frankie, goes, Frankie goes, oh, I want that one. And the kid pushes it in the garage, and he looks at me and goes, oh, so pick a mower. And I was like, what? He goes, you said you needed a lawnmower, right? I was like, yeah. He goes, pick a mower. I was like, oh, uh, I'll take that one. And the kid's like, cool. And he pushes it into Frankie's garage, and Frankie tosses each of the four of them a dime bag. And then they just disperse with the other six mowers. No, nah, man, I used to steal bikes. I used to steal bikes for my cousin back in the day for in the uh, over there in the fucking West Side projects and shit. Like she'd give us a little dime for every fucking mountain bike we'd bring back. And then I started bringing her Cannondales from fucking Boulder. Right. Ooh, dude, she'd give me she'd give me an ounce of weed and fucking my cousin, all my cousins would get all mad at me. I was like, bring better shit, fool. Fuck, right. stupid. No one wants that. Yeah, no one wants that bullshit. <laughs> The best, the best bike still. I used to work at at Toys R Us right up there at the Westminster Mall. Okay. And this dude, he had me get the, a bike down from the top right, and he had me get the woman's bike down. And I was like, "Well, that's the woman's." And he's like, "Well, is that the men's?" And he's like, "Well, I'm gonna buy it from my old lady." And uh, he's like, "Well, give me the men's down. Let me check that out." And when I was up up on the ladder, I fool just jumped on that bike and rolled it right out the fucking front door, bro. He rolled it right out the fucking front door, bro. Nice. And I was on the I was on the fucking steps laughing, and the, my boss goes, "What are you doing up there?" I was like, "I'm fucking laughing, dude." I was like, "That dude just rolled out the fucking front door on a bike, dude." <laughs> and I almost got fired for that. So you and your buddy Frankie, 
Oh, uh, so Frankie got me in the habit of listening to the police scanner. Oh, I, I used to do that a lot, too. Uh, there was, I don't have the app currently, but there was an app at the time that would give me the Aurora police scanner, the Denver police scanner. You got one, you can scan through them all now. Oh, nice. Uh, but like, uh, like it was easy to find yeah. them. Like, you didn't right. have to do a lot of hunting. Yeah. Uh, and so we were listening to the APD scanner, and one night there was just Way too many cops all going in the same direction. Oh, I know that. Was and nice. So I shot Frankie a text. I'm like, what is going on over there? And he goes, dude, turn on the scanner. So I turn on the scanner, and they're fucking going nuts, dude. They're talking about active shooter at the, at the theater, uh, the Century Theater out by the Aurora Mall right yeah. there off of, uh, yeah. on Sable in yeah. between Alameda and Exposition. And fucking... Uh, all the initial 911 reports and shit, like the dispatch re- yeah. reports and shit, it was all multiple shooter. Multiple shooter, black fatigue. Multiple oh, shooter, black shit. fatigue. Multiple shooter, black fatigue. Talking about, like, there's a guy in Theater 1, gets up, goes and opens the emergency exit door and puts something in the way. Yeah. And then someone else gets up, goes out that door into the other theater, does basically the same thing. And, like, all the reports are like, this is weird behavior, this is weird behavior, whatever, whatever, whatever. And then when the shooting happens, two shooters, multiple weapons, and, like, there's proof that there was multiple different guns used or whatever. Yeah, this... But it's all two shooters fatigues, two shooters fatigues. Nothing about crazy Batman rainbow Joker hair. Nothing about one kid not wearing head-to-toe black fatigues. There's all multiple shooters. Wow. And so, like, we were like, I remember I was like, dude, if there was ever a time to fucking pull some shit in Aurora, it is right now. Because, dude, Denver cops were showing up. Oh, they were all there. They were all there. Dude. And so, like, uh, I remember all of a sudden Facebook starts blowing up with, like, uh, roll call, roll call. Is everyone okay? Because yeah. I lived in Aurora. Yeah. My friends were from Aurora. Uh and there was like YouTube videos popping up like that. Oh, it that, popped. The next it went, morning, so, that it went night, so quick. Because uh, that was basically like the same time in life that everyone had a camera phone, good or yeah. bad. Like you could record video. Yeah. And there were so many like YouTube videos. People like, dude, there's multiple shooters. It's the scariest thing I ever saw. There's two guys in black fatigues. And they're just like, blah, blah, blah. You don't blah, hear nothing and about that. All no those more. videos disappeared. So that was the, the first next, real YouTube yeah. purge. Yeah. The next day, the uh, the chief of police for Aurora, the mayor of Aurora, a, Aurora PD is crooked. Yeah, it's Aurora it's, PD is fucking crooked. So, uh, uh, yeah, no, I I don't have nothing to say. They're all cops are really fucked up. Dude. But that 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 whole city, them and uh and uh what you would call in Jeffco are the worst fucking places to ever get pulled over in. Oh yeah. In in all of Colorado, even Denver is more better than fucking those two bit bitches out there, bro. So anyways, uh but I remember we were watching the press conference and there's like so there's the dude like the main guy from the chief of police for Aurora. Every time they ask a question, he stops for a second. He looks over his shoulder. A guy over his shoulder nods at him. Then he turns forward and he gives an answer. Jeez, oh, that's and it, dude, about. you can see it. You can see it go back and forth. And at one point, they're like throwing the names up of who these people are, and it's like, oh, this is the mayor of Aurora. Oh, this is the chief of police. And this guy's with the fucking FBI. Yeah. So the FBI is now telling the chief of police what he can and cannot answer. 
Well, That's I, not normal. So I just watched a crazy thing where the FBI was setting up some crazy half-Muslim kid, bro. And the kid got all scared. He's like, I got to ask my mom if I could take this bomb into the thing. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And they're like, no, you can't do that. But they set him up, bud. They set him up. The FBI did. Sure. So they're making their own fucking... They're, they're already making their own fucking uh, terrorists. You know what I mean? And shit yeah. like that. How they could have set that dude up fucking instantly. They could have set him up, put him on drugs. <clears throat> but my personal <clears throat> theory on that is that they're downloading his brain somewhere, bro, for real. And that kid's not even that kid in in the cell. Oh yeah, the kid that's in the cell. Cause you gotta remember, before Jay, like there was like a two week window yeah. roughly between when James Holmes, the guy that's in jail yeah. now in Arapahoe County. Uh, between when he like was arrested and there's like maybe a two week window after that where you can still find videos of actual James Holmes who looks strikingly different yeah. giving speeches at like a college arena and shit. Like you can see this kid very articulate, giving a very compassionate and well educated and well thought out speech. Like I've seen the time travel one we were talking about yeah. earlier. And this kid is smart as fuck. And then he goes to school out at CU Medical Center out in Aurora, where they just pumped no. billions of dollars into all these hospitals. So he's at University Hospital learning, like, neurosciences and shit. And then all of a sudden, he just loses his mind, buys a bunch of guns, and shoots up a movie theater inspired it's, by the it's Joker. not really that plausible. It's not. And then they said that the way his apartment was rigged, it was like... So the w when they when they did the the two bombings in Europe, and they had the exact same uh, safety drill going on, like fucking three or four fucking stops down, right? The the likeliness of that happening is like one in a in a trillion billion or something like that. Bro. Sure. Like fucking that shit does. They 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 did that so that not a lot of people got hurt. They're trying to cover their own asses so that only few, very few people died. You know, yeah. just like when the the kid, the Sarvain brothers. You know what I mean? When them when them dudes blew that bomb up fucking at the at the marathon. You yeah, know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Oh, the, it's sad the little kid died. You know what I mean? And shit like that. But not a lot of people died from that. You know what I mean? So it was. It's like fucking, and that could have been FBI set up. Nobody, nobody, nobody's talked to that kid since he got fucking shot in the fucking throat and shit. You I know what I mean? It was because there's people that. Well, I mean, and it might just be that people wanted to see this. Yeah. But there's a lot of reports of the Boston Marathon bombing of that same backpack being carried by a guy in fatigue. Yeah, yep. I seen those pictures also. That's like I miss Alex Jones, bro. Like a motherfucker. He's still out there. I know he's out there, but I just can't pay for Infowars. It's fair. I don't pay for it either. Yeah, no, but that just look, dude. That just like you said, dude. That you don't see none, none of that shit. Uh, two people or anything on YouTube, shit like that. You know, that that was info. That was information, bro. That they yeah. scrubbed. So Infowars, it, it is a war for information, dude. It totally and having is, been dude. fucked with by Aurora PD my entire adult life at that point, yeah. like I already knew that they were sketchy shit. Uh, you, you know, every PD is looking for Peter Cohen though. <laughs> right he's a kingpin bro i know man he's a gangster nah dude uh but yeah dude like there was there was too much shit that didn't make sense 
And it's still don't, bro. You you never hear nothing about it, dude. It went so underground so quick, dude. That's yeah. like, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, uh, maybe maybe there'll be a book about it just like JFK assassination in 10 years, 20 years. You know what I mean? Right. How many years ago was that now? I don't even remember, dude. That's how I fucked know, when up When did The it Dark is. Knight come out? I don't, I don't remember, man. Let's IMDB that shit yeah, real dude. quick. I know it was a while ago. It was over a decade ago. Yeah. Oh, shit, my bad. You're good. Boom. Text responded. I'm terrible about that, man. I leave my phone on silent because I don't like stress. <laughs> but then, like, I'm like, oh, I missed your text, dude. My bad. I'm not a dick. I'm just not paying attention. That's that's how it goes, yeah. <laughs> Right. <coughs> but, yeah, man, there was a lot of shit that didn't make sense about all of that. And then fucking, like, uh, I don't know. I, I feel like his dad is one of those, like, uh, military defense contractor guys, right? Same thing with the Columbine kids and shit, dude. They're fucking, their parents were deep in some shit, too. All of them, all of them. Either you're deep in some shit or your family's deep in some shit and they get you into some shit. And you you got to pay for your father's mistakes. It sucks, bro. It really sucks. And he's wild. You got any shows this week? Uh oh, you know what? Since it's Monday, I believe that I do. Let me find my calendar. Uh oh, I'm doing a show in Greeley at the Moxie. At the Moxie? I believe whatever Toby runs. Uh no, that's uh uh Syntex. Okay, then yeah, that. So, Syntex, you got Bear Quattlebaum this Saturday? Yeah. This Saturday, Syntex, Greeley, Bear Quattlebaum. Who else is on that show? Uh, I believe Jacob Hamill and maybe Anthony Armstrong. I know he's going to try and finish out his prior comedy commitments. All right. Yeah, that's cool. But, I mean, and, at least me and Hamill. And that showcase is ran by uh, Tobias Yeah, Livingston. Tobias Livingston. He's a dope cat, man. Uh, I, I did that for week. my birthday. Okay. And then what do you else you got? Oh, uh, next week on Thursday the 27th, I am in Longmont doing Mandy Kay's show uh, at, at whatever little, you, used to be Long Tucky. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's like a booked open mic. It's real dope, yeah. bro. You get your 10 minutes. It's nice. And then if you want uh, something. She's so funny, dude. She, dude we did yeah, an hour quick. Great. We did an hour so quick, dude. Uh, if you're into like weirder stuff that I'm doing, uh, J.D. Lopez. You yeah. know J.D. Lopez? I'm doing his wife's podcast about weddings oh, tomorrow. Weddings. <laughs> all right. No, I like J.D. Lopez. Like you sharp. sent me a text yesterday. He's all, hey, man, the girls like to get whatever you like to drink, and then that's what we drink while we do the mm. show. I was like, I don't drink, man, mm. but I'll be high, so tell them to enjoy whatever they yeah. like. And he's like, awesome. No, <laughs> yeah. no J.D.'s cool. Uh, so I got a – I'll be at uh, DV8 uh, – uh, got feature spot before nice. uh, Lewis Johnson. It's gonna be dope. Uh, the Friday open mic at Brews, unfortunately, has been changed to Tuesday. So is that tomorrow or next week? No, it's gonna be next week, bro. Okay. I, I told him, dude, if you're gonna change this shit, you need a week for everybody to, you know, I'm not gonna do it right away next week, and I think they're gonna kick me down a little bit more bread. But then we got the good news coming soon once they post that up fucking at the place at that'll that be other exciting place. yeah that's gonna be fun but uh yeah show up to bruise on uh on tuesdays from here on out all right you guys it's good or they got they got painting on one tuesday a month too 
So it'd be painting and stand up? No. <laughs> so one a... one random Tuesday month yeah. you don't get to it's do every third every third Tuesday it's painting night. So if you all these comics are gonna show up like what? I know, I know. I can't wait for it. No, I posted I posted it that it's not on there. I'll fucking try to fucking talk about it too all the time on Facebook. But just <laughs> God bless you, Lou. Show up, show up and fucking paint. Who gives a fuck, dog? Right. Show up and Jeff Cohn it out, bud. Who gives a shit? Jeff Cohn's a beast at uh, painting. Dude, I know, bro. He's the, I gotta get with him. We're supposed to paint at early this month, but he's been busy as shit too. But uh, yeah, DB8 Boulder uh, this Friday. It's gonna be a dope ass show. And you got Syntex on Saturday with yeah. Tobias. And that's a good. That's a chill little room, man. That's a real sharp. And man. We, we almost didn't say his name until the end-end, dude. You know what I mean? <laughs> I thought that was sharp as fuck, dude. Uh, I want to get you and Wayne McCracken in here for a conspiracy theory on the O-Fuck. All right, brother? Dude, I'll, I'll come back and talk about any conspiracy yeah, you dude. want. If I'm gonna, it's a conspiracy I'm, I don't know yet, let me know like a week in advance so I can do some homework. I'm gonna, no, I want to talk. So let's just both do homework on uh, on the the bloodline of how fucking there's only one... There's only one president not related to to the King Locke or whatever King John or whatever. I'll I'll figure that out too. Even though I don't know about that one, text me that because I like, will. Just, Even, okay, word. So you know, and I'll tell you who the the person is. It's uh it's uh Van Buren, wasn't fucking related to that fucking king. He's the only president in our nation that wasn't related to the fucking king of Europe, bro, or whatever it was back in the so day. So even, like, Trump and Obama both? Both. And Obama. Yeah. His grandma, his great-grandma's really white. <laughs> okay. That's All how right. you get a name like Barry. No. Barry? Barry's not the name of a distinguished black man. Oh, fuck. My mom's home. We Later. gotta get... All right, peace. <laughs>